0: Hey, hello, everybody, and welcome. It is our really our pleasure to bring to you very important topics that are important to you, our membership. We have talked a lot about the physical well-being of this valley. Obviously, uh, we couldn't come back until we began to restore the physical drama, if you will, that we were in—the nightmare of the pandemic. Now we want to talk about the economic health, and nobody better to do that from a not only a global perspective, from a local perspective. Our chamber economist and my friend. Cameron Afshar, Cameron, thank you so much for being with us. Hi, Tony. Thank you very much
1: for inviting me on your show.
0: Yeah, it's my pleasure, Cameron. So look, let's talk about the economy. And again, thank you, first and foremost, for what you do. Maybe people should know that you reach out to the entire membership and get lots of feedback. So it allows you, again, we've heard about the global economy, a lot of it, question is, Uh, the local economy, the regional, and that can, first and foremost, Cameron, people should know that can greatly change. I think sometimes here in the Valley, although right now obviously isn't the best economic time, people don't realize that there are places far worse from an economic standpoint in this country than where we are.
1: Oh, definitely, Uh, definitely. Actually, uh, going back in the Valley's own history, uh, back uh, in the the 1980s when the entire Valley was dependent on a couple of uh, major uh, manufacturers uh, when one of them uh, start coughing uh, the whole valley caught the flu and we lost so much uh, jo- so many jobs and i calculated back then that the w2s issued in the valley in 1979 it took us 10 years to get back where we were in 1979 adjusted for inflation despite the fact that a lot more people were working. So uh, we have paid a very high price to move from highly concentrated one or two industry-based environment to a well-diversified base that has variety of different companies in it. And uh, we have also managed to uh, start to seriously use our uh, geographical values being right in the middle of uh, Philadelphia and New York city. And in that fashion have so many companies be more interested in locating here and transporting things there rather than going through the very expensive area. So yes, we have uh, we have paid a very, very high price uh, decades ago, but because of that, we are in much better shape than many, many other areas.
0: Yeah, that's a great point Cameron. That we were this, what they used to refer to us a lot uh, nitty-gritty of the Allentown, Bethlehem, and Easton has nitty-gritty cities, but these cities that were industrial-based, and we had Steele and Macbeth, as you said, you know, we we're really, uh, I, I'm thankful. I'm not even sure how we made this adjustment to a more broad economy, and I want to get into today today's specifics, but just maybe one quick comment And are you surprised that we, as you said, it took a long time, but we really have diversified uh, this economy.
1: Is it just because we are at the right place at the right time, or what do you think? Well, it, uh, it, it is a large number, part of it was the necessity of doing this, but also it was because of, uh, and I hate to say it, uh, people like you <laughs> who helped make this process a formulated movement. Uh, chamber had a major role in expanding and giving some direction in, uh, in the movement, the leadership that was there Uh, to bring it up, the Lehigh Valley Economic Development Organization, the uh, Planning Commission, uh, there were a lot of guidance that was provided. This was not just a hodgepodge of, okay, let's see what happens. Yeah, that will work if we had a couple of centuries, uh, and then it will get to a center and work. But in a short period of time, the uh, leadership of organizations like the chamber and others helped. Give direction and help the diversification getting wide enough so that it could survive so many of these uh, devastating events that many other areas are really reeling really
0: under. Yeah, you know that's good point. We started treating ourselves as a region, which we weren't doing in the past. And uh, and I know it killed you to say something nice about me, but I do appreciate that, Chairman. <laughs>
1: well, it was, I, I try not to, but I couldn't. That <laughs> yeah, you did the best for as long as you could. Okay,
0: well, so let's talk about, you know, we had the Economic Outlook, which talked about the broad-based national economy. I was surprised how optimistic uh, the, the viewpoint was of the, um, uh, of the National Economist from Wells Fargo, Dr. Bryson. But uh, your thoughts, um, you know, because, listen, since that time, uh, new stimulus package, I know you have never been a hand ringer about, uh, about the deficit. Not that you've been cavalier about it, but, it does, but you haven't been a hand But I get the sense you're getting close to it because the numbers are getting... I mean, we had to do it. Your thoughts. Had to do
1: it and it's impacting me. There there is no question that the deficit is now at uh, percentage-wise calculating. We're getting close to World War II levels. It is uh, a devastating number. However, the options were uh, either really being very sick or dead. I think being very sick is better than death. And that's how they picked this. There were no good options. They had to prevent the economy from falling. Uh, The numbers, when you look at uh, personal consumption expenditures, it started to drop and it wasn't going up. So it was continuing to drop despite the fact that we were all expecting things to improve this injection of money directly into the economy, directly in the hands of the consumers is expected to create a, a significant improvement. And I, I, I know Dr. Bryson, I've read, read many of things he had written is very much on the point. We are looking at an expansion. Um, many, many other economists also similar to him are predicting that we will see six and 7% Wrote uh, in the second and uh, third quarters uh, of this year. First quarter is sort of uh, not not at that level, but still, because of this injection of money, would not be a negative; will be a positive. So, are you
0: two uh, somewhat optimistic? Uh, let's do the national perspective first. Are you somewhat optimistic that we can this economy will come back?
1: Yes, I am. I am. Uh, reasonably optimistic that it will come back because I can see that uh, there are two major issues that are working hand in hand. Uh, one of them is that uh, very clearly uh, the, uh, the government is set in preventing a collapse at any cost. Uh, that is very clear with this $1.9 trillion uh, uh, money that we don't have that we are going to spend. That is uh, absolutely uh, shows the com- commitment of the uh, federal government in doing it. The other part, which will in the long run play a more important role, is that we have now a vaccine that is appeared to be working actually. It's uh, all the data we had was in the testing and those types of things. Now they are looking at the number of hospitalizations, number of uh, uh, new infections are showing some drop and uh, uh, while we are all hoping against hope that this will not come back with a third wave uh, at any rate, when vaccination gets to uh, 75, 80%, we will be at the level of herd immunity and the economy would probably go back very close to what used to be normal by end of summer.
0: Yeah. Well, I have thought the stock market, which it is, uh, today and of course this will be aired uh, for several days. People can watch it, but right now today, uh, thirty—you know—the market went over thirty-two thousand. I, I never did. You ever think we'd see those kinds of numbers in the stock market?
1: Well, stock market and housing market are reflecting a very interesting part in our economy. Uh, since this, uh, the first uh, economic uh, impact payment, the first money that was sent out uh, last uh, uh, April. Uh, We are starting to April and May uh, May and June and June, we started to see a huge increase in savings rate. A lot of people got all this money that came to them. And they could not. Really spend it right away. You couldn't go to a restaurant. All of them were closed. You couldn't travel to spend it. So we looked at the saving rate that exceeded 20% something we haven't heard for us. The US economy has always been uh, Consumer based. Okay, maybe I save 5% maybe two or well, next month I am gonna save nothing there. We had the time that we had negative saving going through, but this has created that so where do you put your extra money uh, if you are you are not spending it and banks give you uh, uh, less than nothing? So uh, people started to go into stock more, get involved more in stock market and housing market, and that is the uh, only way I can explain how the housing market and stock market could be peaking at these high high rates at the depth of a very very sharp recession.
0: Yeah, yeah, very good point. I know your numbers in the middle of the pandemic, uh, well, not too long ago, were very discouraging that we were really uh, down on lows, uh, reset, uh, actually say, suppression lows, correct,
1: uh, Timon? Uh, it, uh, we try not to use the D word, but it is, uh, we, it was uh, worse than since the Great Depression. It mm-hmm. was, not, we had never seen data similar to that other than them. Uh, we were really at the verge of uh, collapse and we needed the injections that have come into the economy and now into our arms.
0: So we got the stimulus out there or it's, and we'll soon the second uh, group, the second package will, will go out to people. And again, I talked to a lot of the uh, younger people that, that I know who you know, are, are putting new windows in their houses or roofs on their home and that's, all, that's, that's good stuff. So, and the rates are continuing to, to be low and people have money saved. So, you know, those are all good signs. Uh, what, 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 what do you see, maybe the roadblocks, and then we'll get to the local economy. What do you see the
1: roadblocks? The biggest roadblock is that we are looking at the part of the economy that like you and I can work on Zoom can work from home on a computer and provide the same amount of work or maybe more than they did before. A very large part of the economy, the service industry, is decimated. Uh, people who have to work on a face-to-face operations um, for a while was total shutdown. It wasn't like that. They had some work. They had no work because it was uh, legally they couldn't do that. Where we could still work on computer and work on Zoom and talk with people. Uh, the uh, hospitality, leisure, industry, transportation. Uh, Uh, travel, they suffered uh, dramatically uh, and they are starting to show some recovery as we are now going to partial opening of the uh, restaurants and stuff like that. Everybody is talking about how much of the state has been opened by the governor and the effect of that. The more relative factor I believe is how much people, how, how, how confident are individuals in going there? Yeah. Am I confident to take my uh, wife and my grandson and go uh, f- have a breakfast and sit there when other people are sitting there? Uh, for eating breakfast, you don't have to go to a restaurant. You can do it at home. That is a luxury. You want to enjoy going out, all of that. It can't be uh, also covered with fear of, oh, that guy was coughing, I can't do this, or the uh, waiter was too close standing there talking to me. Uh, this is not conducive to people going there. Yeah. As the vaccine starts to expand, mm-hmm. it will see that start to evaporate. Uh, many people my age will say, well, hey, I'm vaccinated, so I'm okay. Uh, uh, and as the younger people start to also get vaccinated, you see, well, everybody is okay. Mm-hmm. So we can start to mingle back again, and that sector of the economy will uh, will come back.
0: Cameron, I'm going to bring in in a minute, not right away. Long Spence from our staff. You know, I want her to ask a perspective from some of the newcomers and the younger people that are now in this economy, and some of the hurdles or challenges they have. But tell these people that are watching now, so many business leaders will be watching. Locally, what are their names? I mean, you do the survey, you hear from people. Uh, what are business people locally in the Lehigh Valley saying to you? Uh,
1: business leaders uh, locally, uh, uh, last time we did the, uh, the, uh, uh, the Chamber of Commerce, uh, camera offshore uh, survey of uh, Lehigh Valley businesses. Uh, they, uh, they, their overall sentiment had gone up but by only a small amount that was in January. Uh, and they were expecting improvement in, uh, in the next six months. However, I did not see conviction behind that. When we run the data and look at standard deviation, stuff like that, uh, it, it didn't have the momentum we were expecting to start to see back in January. I hope that when in April we do it again, we're going to see that because... I can see that other indicators in the economy are starting to show that. You have to remember our employment in Lehigh Valley is still way behind where it was last year this time. I mean, we have not gone back where we were, let alone grew uh, from that point. It is, we went through a very, very, very sharp recession last year, and we are starting to see the recovery, hopefully, coming in the sense that uh, it, it, will, it will grow up. People uh, tell me that, well, the economy collapsed by 32%, but then it grew by 34 So we are back where, they, where we were. And I say, no, it doesn't work that way. Think of it, if the economy was at 100 and it lost 50% of its value, where would it be at 50? Now let's say economy grew by 50%. Would it be back where it was? No, at 50%, if go of 50, it's 25. So we would be at 75. We would not be still at 100. So when it drops by 30% and goes up by 30%, it's nowhere close to where it was before. It takes time. But we expect that this year, we're going to see those numbers work back up and get there. And hopefully by the end of the year, we will.
0: And I think you're even also surprised at the the comeback. I mean, not that I don't know who deserves how we deserve credit, but I think all of us are a little bit surprised uh, that these stars align and again. Rates are low. People have savings. Um, uh, you know, and this and uh, and the economy's marching back. You know, again, as you said, it's gonna take time. It's a big pendulum, and it takes time. But I think we said the le- the local uh, um, unemployment rate with mice did. Uh, did the people from
1: Workforce Board tell me 6.5%, which I thought was pretty good, is that? Yeah, the local yeah. unemployment rate is dropping. Uh, uh, interest rates, on the other hand, have started to rise, which is not a bad sign uh, because it indicates that there is demand. Yes. Uh, where the Federal Reserve controls has, a, uh, has absolute control over it, very, very short term, is constant, still at almost close to zero. Gotcha. but as you as soon as you get to 10 years and go to 30-year mortgage all of them are starting to show some increases which indicates that uh my banker friends start uh, will at least complain a little bit less saying <laughs> yes. they have no margin yeah let me have
0: Lauren Spence jump in here I want Lauren to ask a question you know again we have a lot of uh, a lot of great people at the chamber and in this valley that move back here so Lauren your thoughts um you know it's an economy you as a as a young uh, entree into it, the housing costs aren't cheap, and you know. Uh, but uh, your thoughts and your what's your question line for Cameron?
2: Thank you, Tony, and thank you, Cameron, for being on the show today. I do have two questions for you. So my first one, you talked about the the sentiment in the Lehigh Valley, and you talk about it today as well as in your latest uh, article in our Connections magazine. You said it's increasing by. So I'm curious, would you say that the economic sentiment is the same across all age brackets in the Lehigh Valley? Or does your research show a different sentiment from the millennial and young professional age bracket?
1: That's a fantastic question. Uh, I have to admit that I don't know because in our questionnaire, we don't ask age. We ask how many employees your company has, Mm -hmm. revenue, stuff like that, but not age. So I don't know how it relates to uh, to the age part, but I know that the smaller businesses are uh, less optimistic than the larger ones.
0: Yeah, and you know, to Lauren's point, uh, and that's something maybe in the future we can start getting a handle on, that is, you know, is everyone participating, the young people within the Valley, uh, people in the minority community, are they getting, are they participating and getting uh, uh, enjoying this growth, this potential growth that's ahead of us. Go ahead, Lauren. You have a second question. You stumped them on the first one. But that's the
2: so, hopefully, I uh, don't stump you with this one. You talked a little bit earlier about the housing market right now, and we know it's crazy in the Lehigh Valley, uh, especially. So, as a young professional who's looking to purchase my first home with my partner, I'm definitely interested in your economic insights on this subject. Do you foresee the market trends continuing the way that they are now?
1: Well, uh, there are two aspects of buying a house um, because basically we always base it on how much monthly payment I have, a combination of price and interest rate. One of the things is mortgage rates are going up. Uh, So that is an issue. But one of the positive part of that is it slows down the increase in price of houses. Uh, We have the, the growth that we have seen in the housing prices locally and nationally is... Only way to explain it is the uh, huge influx of this uh, uh, economic impact uh, payments in the, in the economy. And a bigger one is coming, uh, something twice the size of the prior one. So my guess is that that will uh, further impact price of housing going up. However, particularly in the Valley, the prices are now getting adjusted for inflation, getting where they were. 2006, before they totally fell through and <clears throat> prior to the recession coming. So my guess is that we are getting to those uh, limitations based on historical uh, factors that uh, that are there. So uh, that uh, that could be one of the issues uh, that we are facing. On the other hand, population of the valley has increased since then, so there may still be somewhat more left in the upper side. I would have, if I was to guess, I would say the probability of it going up is less than mm-hmm. what it was uh, three months ago, for example. not as white hot. All
0: right. Great questions, Lauren. Thank you so much. Uh, Cameron, we try to, we're over time uh, because this is good stuff and we want to do it again. I think we agreed we're going to do it on a, a quarterly basis so people are well aware of what's happening in the Valley. So your parting thoughts, Cameron, for, for uh, people out
1: there, particularly from a local perspective? We are at the last stages of this uh, great this devastating recession, particularly if you are in the service industry, in, uh, in uh, restaurant business, in any of the hospitality industries, uh, this is really as bad as it, it is getting. And actually, we may even be passing that point, maybe it was in January, that was the total worst of that. As we are going forward, it will get better. It is just that it is not gonna get better very fast. Again, it takes time. Uh, Most probably by the end of summer, uh, we will see a new normal coming about, which probably will be in terms of restaurants and stuff like that, something like uh, 80-90% of where it was before. But it will take some time, even after people are vaccinated, for the fears that going to this and every now and then there will be an announcement of a a variation coming about and that causes uh, a break there. But slowly... We are getting. So uh if you are there still, hang on. The uh, divorce is behind us. Yeah, good point. Cameron Absar, thank you.
0: You're such an asset to this, Val. You've been at this work for a long, long time. I'm thankful for the work you do at the chamber. And again, you give us that expertise. You are economists and you tell local people, if uh, they can measure, uh, maybe make investments based on information, maybe not. So I thank you for that. It's something we wanted to do for a long time have some good quantifiable
1: information. So thank you, Cam. You are far too kind to me now. I have to say good things about you. That doesn't work. <laughs> That's hard going forward. I also want to make sure I thank Becker, Becker Schmidt and
0: Lauren Spence who do an amazing job from the staff standpoint Standard Point, put all this together. They're amazing. Thank you guys. And lastly, to everyone out there, thank you for the support that you give given the chamber. Thank you for your interest and the support you give this valley. It's a great place. We've got a great economy and quality of life. We're in that little sweet spot. Let's keep it up. And again, uh, we'll be back with Cameron in about three or four months. You'll hear a new update, and uh, and we'll need to know it. So again, thank you for being with us, and thank you, Cameron.
1: Looking forward, and thank you very much, Tony. You started this project of uh, talking with the uh, local businesses, if you remember, back in 1999. It was your initiative that started all this project. Thank you. I really appreciate your help.